Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Hello, good afternoon and welcome to the Midday News. Denise is live on Joy 99.7 FM here in Accra. Kumasi, we are on Love 99.5 FM affiliate across Ghana's 16 regions. We are on Dreams FM in Bogatanga. Radio Justice in Tamale, Kekeli Radio in Ho. We are also on Radio Max in Takrade. We are live on X Spaces. We are on Facebook. We are on myjoyonline.com. The Midday News is sponsored by Petro Soul, your cleave fall in full quantity. Petro Soul is always a delightful experience. Also brought to you by Duro Plus Ghana Limited, producers of quality PVC and HTP pipes and water tank. We are the only water storage tank with a level indicator. Where Duraplus goes, water flows. This afternoon, former Minister of State Charles Dubois faces further scrutiny as Shraj announces reopening of corruption and conflicts of interest probe despite clearance by the Office of the Special Prosecutor. Now that it has not been investigated, much of the work that has been done would, would do by the OSP, uh, those evidence will be available for us to comprehensively look at it and come to a, a more structured conclusion on the merits of the case. We'll get to hear from some anti-corruption organizations who say they are ready to petition Shraj to undertake that probe. Also, the Commissioner of Shraj calls out President Okofado for the stalled work on the passage of the conduct of the Public Officers Bill. Let's call it state is state. The president wants this bill to be passed tomorrow. It will happen. President should go to cabinet, but particularly to the president, his excellency, Nanako Fado. Also in this package, the ECG pays $8 million out of $20 million in outstanding debt owed to the West Africa gas pipeline company, WAPCO, to avoid a potential power outage. But there may be more to the standoff. Why an entity like WAPCO that government has shares in, when you look at the price, the amount involved, is so little. But the debt in the, the debt itself, yeah, you hold us to ransom. What everybody else is not looking at is the cost of unsold energy. And we'll get to find out how rains affects the finances of ECG. Now, with any day that there's rainfall, there's, we have a shortage of almost about 20, 20 to between 30 to 20 million Ghana cities in a day. So anytime I see rain, I get sad. We are not going to get money. 
But ranking member on the Mines and Energy Committee says there may be bigger issues in the sector threatening the economy of the country. The amount owed to ENI Vitol is $172 million. When you put the two together, you have a debt of $512 million. That is where the problem is. I also take you to the Upper East Region where the minister there is assuring Garu and Timpani residents they are safe after talks with security heads and community leaders following a military attack that left many residents brutally injured. Well, we have come to reassure them. And you know, yesterday, uh, a lot of them didn't actually sleep in their houses because they thought that they were going to come back. We have reassured them and told them that nothing of that sort is going to happen again. Their sports. Black Queen set to extend winning streak to nine consecutive games when they take on Benin later this afternoon in the 2024 Olympic Games qualifier. And much later, self-belief and an undying desire to write his name in the history books of Presec Legon, the story of one of the 2023 NSMQ winners who vowed in junior high school to win the trophy after he witnessed his brother suffer a painful loss to Augusto in 2019. You want to stay for that and more here on the Midday News. We are your home of independent, fearless and credible journalism. I am MFA Apau. Many thanks for your company. We're digging now in the woes of former Minister of State at the Finance Ministry, Charles Dubois, far from over, as the Commission on Human Rights and Administrative Justice Shraj serves notice. It is reopening an investigation into his possible involvement in corruption and conflicts of interest. The Office of the Special Prosecutor yesterday cleared Mr. Dubois of corruption after months of investigations requested by President Okofado to prove some allegations contained in an investigative documentary titled Galamse Economy Produ- Used by investigative journalist Anasa Remiyao Anas. According to Tiger PI Investigations, Mr. Boahing told an undercover journalist that Vice President Dr. Mahmoud Baumia could be paid $200,000 as an appearance fee for investors. He was subsequently dismissed by the President. Well, Commissioner of Strat Joseph Wittal says, join, tells Joy News there are still questions unanswered. There are options. One, let me just clarify this issue because this matter has actually come to the commission. At the time that the president referred this matter to the OSP, Tiger IPI actually brought a complaint to the commission. The only problem was that the regulations of the commission required that Tiger I sign off. And so we wrote to Tiger I indicating that Tiger I, or for that matter, the, the announce if, if he's the one who's going to issue sign off to give us the opportunity to go in and investigate the matter. Mm. And so now that it has not been investigated, technically speaking by the OSP, any public spirited Ghanaian can decide to come forward with it to the commission. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure much of the work that has been done would, would do by the OSP, uh, those those evidence to be available for us to comprehensively look at it and come to a, a more extractive conclusion on the merits of the case. 
That's the Commissioner of Shrad, Joseph Wittau. We'll get to hear more from him in that interaction on the Super Morning Show. But first, let me bring in an anti-corruption campaigner, also a member of the African Union Advisory Board Against Corruption, Edem Senanu. Thank you so much for your time here on the Midday News. First off, though, the OSP says no crime was committed, even though Mr. Dubois exhibited some recklessness and influence peddling in his dealings. Is that a satisfactory ruling for you from where you sit? Well, I, I think that the communication needs to be clarified a little. I think uh, no crime in respect of the current legal work, but to the extent that we have ratified the ANCAC and there are issues of uh, influence peddling, which is considered a crime under the ANCAC and in other jurisdictions, uh, what it tells you is that in any other country that has comprehensive laws, he would have been sanctioned for wrongdoing. So, um, yes, to the extent of the existing law, um, but there is, a, there is a question and there is a case to be answered. We've been hearing from Shraj also. For them, it looks like there's more. Um, do you support a Shraj to probe in view of the conclusion reached by the OSB, you'd say? Well, yes, absolutely. Um, I think there are two angles. Remember the OSP report does a referral to the AGs or the police uh, with respect to the $40,000. The question is, if it was a gift, has it been declared? Has the gift tax laws uh, been satisfied? And so that would also involve GRA. Um, and then, yes, the, the conflict of interest aspect is quite clear in our constitution an officer ought not to put themselves in a position of potential conflict of interest. In this case, the video and the narrative tells you that he actually positioned himself in, in a space of conflict of interest where uh, he was using his office and influence uh, uh, for personal gain. So there are questions that remain outstanding, and I don't think it will be appropriate for anyone to use the languaging that he has been cleared. Mm. Well, Shraj would then require a formal petition. Are you in the position to do that? Well, I assume that uh, um, I am in a position to, and many others are also. Um, and I'll be interested in hearing what Mr. Wittal had to say. Uh, the further details will understand what is required if this is to move forward. I'm curious, will you do that, Adam Senan? I am not quite sure whether I want to do it in my personal uh, capacity, but with the institutions that I lead, we will take a look at it. Um, and, and, and if it's necessary, then take an, an action in that regard. We are grateful. That's an anti-corruption campaigner and a member of the Africa Union Advisory Board Against Corruption, Edem Senanu there. Well, at the heart of this subject is the absence of a law to fully regulate the conduct of public office holders. A bill to make that binding is yet to be passed more than 10 years after its formulation. Commissioner of Shraj, Joseph Wittal, is calling out President Kofado for the stored work on the bill. Can be, I can be optimistic. Having waited for about 10 years hmm. as a sponsor of a bill that uh, which impacts on my work, I can only just hope that for once, in the interest of the larger interest of the state, cabinet will keep up. And when parliament gets the opportunity, they should quibble over this once again. Now, if we are going to really tackle the asset declaration regime effectively and to fight conflict of interest, which is actually at the bottom of every corruption 
on most corruption issues or situations, we need to actually have elaborated this bill to enable the commission first give information as to how it will proceed with any allegations so that the public will know. Strengthen the functioning regime. So where should the pressure go? Should we put the pressure on the Attorney General's office? On Look, because you let's call it state state. Cabinet is only an advisory body to the president. The president wants this bill to be passed tomorrow from cabinet to parliament. It will happen. So when we say the, the bill has been it's at the cabinet for some time, it just, just simply means that there's no priority given to the bill by the president's calendar for cabinet. And so the pressure should go to cabinet, but particularly to the president, His Excellency Nanako Fadu. That's the Commissioner of Ghana's Commission of Human Rights and Administrative Justice, Joseph Wetal. We'll stay a while longer on corruption and corruption-related matters. And NP- NDC MP for Boko Central, Mahama Yariga, is demanding that Bank of Ghana Governor Dr. N.S. Adesing and his two deputies are investigated for corruption and related offences for allegedly inflating the cost of the construction of a new headquarters for the central bank. Mahama Yariga claims the governor has not been able to explain why the cost of the new head office escalated from 121 million dollars to 222 million dollars parliamentary affairs correspondent kwekwa santi joins us with more details on this Kweku, you've cited a copy of this petition to the osp does mama yaga provide any further evidence to back his claims starts by saying that the bank of ghana had originally priced the project as we know at the cost of 100 million us dollars for 73,000 square meters but got the property awarded to Messrs. Goki Properties Limited in the same year at a contract sum of $121 million. He says that the subsequent variation of the scope of works for about 36.9 increase has seen the escalation of the project cost by more than 84%. He believes not more answers have been provided by the Bank of Ghana to justify why the cost of the project was inflated to nearly 100%. He believes that the Bank of Ghana government and his deputies have had some underhand dealings which has led to the escalation of the price. And he believes there are some corruption-related matters that the governor himself must answer. Already, the MP has been telling the OSP he's ready to cooperate and provide further details to area work. Tell us more. Yes, particularly from the quote from the petition, it says that I'm ready to specify to you on all the facts I've come across on this matter, and I believe your office will be able to obtain all the details of the variations of the project design and costing on this matter. In fact, we also cite his letters that we had written to the Bank of Ghana government, determining or demanding the full, full, full details of, of this construction. And the Bank of Ghana had written back to him, citing national security considerations. He believes all this paint a person of the Bank of Ghana government, trying to hide some key details that would implicate him of corruption. And we are told that Parliament is resuming today. Um, tell us more what we are to expect, Kweko. Well, the majority leader is just addressing the news conference. He's speaking about the flooding in the Volta region. He says that Parliament stands ready to help the people of the Volta region. Now that Parliament is back, this is expected to come on the floor strongly. And a number of bills are also expected to come. If you look at the other people that I've just gotten a copy of, the March talked about affirmative action equality bill 2023. It's said to be made today, and the Minister for Gender, Children and Social Protection will do that. We also expect that the Electoral Commission will, through the majority leader, lay some papers that will 
need to an increase in the seats here in Parliament. There are currently 275 seats in Parliament, and what we understand is that there's going to be a new ally which is going to be put before, the, before Parliament, which will see the House numbers increase from 275 to at least 300. We don't have confirmation of the exact numbers here. But what we can confirm is that the seats in Parliament is going to go up if this new regulation that the EC is seeking to link goes through. That's our parliamentary affairs correspondent, Quick Western, to presidential affairs correspondent Elton Brubis with me in the studio. is picking up information about this airline that the EC is supposed to lay before Parliament. What do we know, Elton? So we have clarity on a number of seats that the EC is seeking to, to, to create ahead of the 2024 elections. According to what we are picking from the Office of the Electoral Commission, uh, this proposal is seeking to get Parliament to, you know, shepherd the, the CI to enable the EC create 25 new constituencies uh, ahead of the 2024 elections. The areas and the regions are yet to be made known, but the majority leader who will be laying this uh, documents in Parliament is, is expected to provide more clarity on this matter. But what I'm picking up is the EC is proposing to create 25 more constituencies mm-hmm. across the country. That's um, Elton Brobe giving us details of that. There will be more of that also on myjoyonline.com and subsequently as well. Now, the electricity company of Ghana has made a payment of $8 million to the West Africa gas pipeline company, WAPCO, to avoid a potential power. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC outage. Government still has up to the end of the week to pay an additional $12 million or WAPCO may be forced again to switch off the gas plants in Ghana. The country lost over 500 megawatts of power resulting in outages due to limited gas supply by WAPCO. Managing Director of the Electricity Company of Ghana, Samuel Dubik Mahama, tells my colleague Evans Mensa that government is determined to clear the debt by the end of the week. First things first, I'd like to say there is no doom so. As I said, we're promising to work better. We are going to make sure that this doesn't happen again. How? Because we've put in the right mechanisms, and very soon with the arrangement we have, we are going to pay off. We are going to pay off our, ex- our exposure to WAPCO. How much is left now? The um, million. I'm hoping that by the end of this week it will be zero. Yeah, as we speak tonight, I think they've received more than uh, eight million dollars. So hopefully by the end of the week it will be zero. And when it's zero, we are coming up with a sustainable plan on how we are going to be making our payments to them on a, on a regular monthly basis. Why are you finding the $12 million to pay in a week? Are we, are we not working? You see... But this is not a little challenge. So let me explain something to you. Why everybody would find what I am saying to be absurd. Today it's about letting everybody know that doing so is not happening. 
Well, the Electricity Company of Ghana collects between 40 and 45 million CDs daily for power consumed by the change in weather is having a massive hit on its finances. Managing Director Samuel Dubik Mahama explains. There's a downtime. And the downtime is when the weather is cold. When the weather is cold, people do not consume. And the weather has been cold for how many months now? Just in that you're selling less power now. Exactly. So you're making less money. Exactly. Is that, is that, does that explain why you've been unable to pay and make contributions? I'm, I'm I'm if, if that's the case that people are consuming less, and that, because now with any day that there's rainfall, there's, we have a shortage of almost about 20, 20 to, between 30 to 20 million Ghana cities in a day. So anytime I see rain, I get sad. Because you're not getting money. We are not going to get money. But the ranking member on the Mines and Energy Committee of Parliament, John Ginapo, is rejecting the impact of the weather on ECG's collection. He tells Joy News there are bigger issues that require government's attention or power outages are imminent. Wako is the tip of the iceberg. Wako is not the problem. If, if 20 million can plunge the whole nation into massive load shed with a deficit of 850 megawatts, that should tell you we have a major, major problem. Look, as we speak, the World Bank LC has been overdrawn by $340 million. That becomes a debt for Ghana. Apart from that, the amount owed to ENI Vitol is $172 million. When you put the two together, you have a debt of $512 million. That is where the problem is. That's the ranking member on the Mines and Energy Committee of Parliament, John Ginapo. You can catch the full interview. That's PM Express on our YouTube channel, also on myjoyonline.com. Now, let me take you to the Upper East Region. Um, and Garu and Timpani residents, we're told, can now go about the activities freely. That's the assurance from the Regional Minister, Stephen Yakubu, after meeting with security and community heads to chart a way forward. Following the military's attack on Sunday, several residents were severely injured, while others fled their homes for fear of being brutalized. Eight people are still in the custody of the military after they were picked up for questioning. But residents believe they are innocent and are demanding their release. Indeed, there have been diverse ways of saving these criminals from the community. Apart from that archaic way of waking up over 200 of our young men and giving them such high levels of molestations. It is something that we do not countenance, we cannot understand. We can now hear from the regional minister, Stephen Yakubu, who is assuring the communities that they can go about their duties safely, following talks with security heads and community leaders, promising there will be no more brutalities. Well, we've listened to all what you are saying, the abuse, beatings and all that we've heard, all that. Uh, some are even complaining that uh, their phones were taken away. Uh, some are even complaining that their monies were taken away. These are uh, reports that we are going to put together and to also let Accra know what exactly what we have come to hear and what we have come to also tell us. So it is good that we are here to see everything firsthand. Uh, the DCs are here. Uh, they have seen since yesterday. I am here. I've acquainted myself with whatever has happened. So I think it's good. It's also good that we came to also to explain and also to, to let the people know why some of these things happened. Well, we'll be hearing from the minority in the last few minutes. They've been condemning the attacks on residents of Garu. Deputy Minority Whip Ahmed Ibrahim has been addressed in the news conference. There was Ashama, there was Nkranza South, there was uh, uh, Techiman, 
uh, south, then there's Garo. It's becoming unbecoming. And you know, before that, there was a matter that was before a committee where the activities of policing in this country and the activities of the uh, IGP were also under a committee. All should not just be by committee, committee, committee. So I know, as I said, that Garo issue will also not be absent in this parliament chamber. Deputy Minority Whip Ahmed Ibrahim there taking us on a quick break here on the Midday News Live on Joy 99.7 FM here in Accra and Kumasi on Love 99.5 FM. The Midday News is proudly sponsored by Petrosol, your clean fall in full quantity. Also brought to you by Duro Plus Ghana Limited, producers of quality PVC and HDP pipes and water tank. Where Duro Plus goes, water flows. We've been hearing that the, the woes of the former Minister of State, Charles Dubois, may be far from over as Shraj announces a reopening of and conflict of interest probe despite clearance by the office of the special prosecutor who returned from the break with sports and self-belief and an undying desire to write his name in the history books of Presec Legon, the story of one of the 2023 NSMQ winners who vowed in junior high school to win the trophy. Also, the Ghanaian community in South Africa living in fear following the kidnapping of a deacon at the Johannesburg branch of the Church of Pentecost. At a point of time like this, it puts fear, panic on us again that lives here in South Africa. We have so many things that are happening here that we can't tell it all. Budgets are tight and money difficult to come by. You want to be sure you get the best value for your money. These are not times to be spending money fixing expensive engine problems because of cheap fuel and lubricants. Drive to a petrol source station today and buy your quality fuel and lubricants and rest assured of fuel that lasts long and lubricants that prevent expensive engine problems. Hear the sound. <laughs> petrol source. Clean fuel. In full quantity. Thanks for staying with us here on the midday news. Fento Tahiru Fento is here. He didn't jump back. He's uh, back from <laughs> I am back. <laughs> uh, let's do women's football. Uh, Ghana's national women's team, the Black Queens, they take on Benin later this afternoon in the second round, second leg tie of the 2024 Paris Olympic Games qualifiers. Ghana hold a 3 0 lead from the first leg in Cotonou. Under the Swiss trainer, Nora Haptor, the Queens have won eight consecutive matches in all competitions, scoring 29 goals. With Without conceding, uh, she says her team is always looking to improve. Yeah, we play always for results. We are in a qualification, and and this, it's the second leg, and uh, so of course um, we drive to win this game. Uh, it's the second round of the Olympic qualifiers, um, and it's our objective to pass through to to the third round in February. Um, so we take this game with the full seriousness, focus. Um, and we analyzed very well the game, uh, the first game. So we also set our training tactic-wise um, to find again a bit better solutions. 
That's Nora Hapto there. As expected, if Ghana gets past Benin, there remains two more rounds of qualifiers in the road to Paris. Uh, with 2023 World Cup debutants, Zambia and Morocco both in the Black Queens side of the draw. So the road is a long and difficult one indeed. Remember, the Black Queens have never played at the Olympic Games. Mm. Thank you very much, Fento. Tahiru Fento. Now, let me take you to South Africa where the Ghanaian community there say they are living in fear following the kidnapping of a deacon at the Johannesburg branch of the Church of Pentecost. Social media users have been left in shock after footages of the robbery attack captured on tape went viral. While South African law enforcement agencies work to apprehend the kidnappers, Ghana's foreign mission in South Africa is advising all members of the Ghanaian community to take necessary precautions to ensure their safety and well-being. Head of our diplomatic affairs desk, Blessed Suga, joins me in studio with further details on what we are learning from the particular statement. What do we know, Blessed? Uh, for now, Ghana's High Commission in Pretoria says it is working with the Church of Pentecost and the South African police to ensure the speedy and safe release as well as return of the Dickin who was kidnapped. Uh, the video has since gone viral on social media depicting uh, some gun-wielding men attacking the church and making away uh, with an unspecified amount of money. Well, I've been speaking to uh, Richard Mirko, who's a Ghanaian gospel musician and an entrepreneur who says many of them in the Ghanaian community have been left in a state of constant fear. At a point of time like this, it puts fear, panic on us Ghanaians that lives here in South Africa. We have so many things that are happening here that we can't tell it all. But I think this has been the landlight right now that is trending here in South Africa. Imagine a whole church being robbed. We, we're really not feeling comfortable at all. Well, that's the situation in South Africa. Now, let's do our stories of hope and a quest to find a job in Ghana fails, but Abiola Tohib Abiodung does not allow life incidences to weigh him down. He quickly picks up from that disappointment, stares up his desire port and finds another handiwork doing so he doesn't become a burden on anyone. That's the story. Hanor Dami narrates in today's series of hope. I said Chaja, earpiece, cover, protector, different kind of accessories. Abiola Toheb Abiodun is a father of three. He's been pushing this cart for over five years. He didn't start the business this way, though. I started with 100 city. But I thank God today that everything is my own. An origin of Ibadan in the Oyo state of Nigeria, the polytechnic graduate narrates why he migrated to Ghana. My plan is that I will apply for company to continue the aluminium work. So I came here, I applied for some company. They didn't take me. So that's why I started this one. When his quest to find a job as an aluminium fabricator in Ghana did not materialize, Abiola found selling phone accessories as the best option to survival. I can continue with this forever because this one is a business. If I get shop, I will make it in a big way. Abiola says he's not for once regretted any step that he's taken in ensuring his wife and children are well taken care of. Bringing you hope with our stories of hope. Now, flag bearer aspirant of the governing New Patriotic Party, Dr. Usufi Yakutu, says he's capable of breaking the eight for the NPP in the 2024 elections. Over 200,000 delegates of the NPP will this Saturday elect the party's presidential candidates for the next election. It's, however, warning any attempt to survey the will of the people will be disastrous for the party. Elton Broby of our political desk has more. Out of 958 delegates, Dr. Ousu Afiyakoto pulled 36 votes in the superdelegates conference in August, enough to secure him a seat among the table of five. So our strategy was to make sure that we are in the five, and we, we are in the five. And this coming forth is a totally different ballgame altogether. Because... But after engaging more than half of the 900 superdelegates, 
he was shocked that only 36 voted for him. At least I can say that I spoke to directly to more than half of them to convince to, to go to sell my vision for the party and for the country. And I was very sure that at the end of it, they they bought into my vision. <laughs> Who's afraid was right that you fear delegates. But the insincerity of the delegates is not his only concern. The former Food and Agriculture Minister tells me the entire process was skewed in favor of one candidate. The reasons given by Mr. Tremartin for quitting the contest to start with before coming out to say that he's no longer with the party, uh, those are very solid ones and I'm very sympathetic to those. See- your election headquarters is all over and the NPP presidential race this Saturday and we are on radio, television and online. Now, it was a self-fulfilling prophecy that came true yesterday when Presek Legon beat Achimoto School and Opokuwari School to lift their eighth trophy. One of the Presek contestants, Selina Moti, had made a pledge to attend the school ride. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.